Yo, what's happening, everybody? Man, thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast of the uh, Quarantine Lean Edition. We're on uh, episode of volume number 65. Y'all got to forgive me. Y'all know sometimes I'll be skipping numbers. Please forgive me about that. But, um, man, it is Monday. You know what I'm saying? Had to go back to work here in Illinois. Man, somebody tell this snow to go away. You hear me? We just had 55 degree weather. Came right back down and dropped a couple inches on our ass like it wasn't nothing. <laughs> dropped some inches, man, like those females being the uh, in those Asian beauty stores getting inches of hair out of nowhere. You know, you know, it's stimulus time. But today I'm dropping a little tea, y'all. And to be honest, this is a conversation that needs to be had. Um because one thing I know and two things for sure. R.I.P. to my dad, Ralph Van. I don't never recall cussing at my dad. If I did have something to say, God heard it because <laughs> it was in my mind. Um, my mom neither. Now, me and my mom, we've had some conversations, but me cussing, literally like cussing. No, 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 no. Um, have I raised my voice? Timidly raised my voice. But um, there was a. Well, before I actually get to that. You know, we are seeing a change. You know, I'm a 70s baby. You know, and then from the 70s to like the 90s, we started to see a difference in how people started to raise their children. And then ultimately, some of the people that was born in the 70s started having babies in the 90s. Right. Which means that they they started having kids young. And then that's when you started to see. um Man, somebody that could be 35 have a 25 year old or somebody that's 36 could have a 23 year old. And, you know, you start to see these pictures of, you know, children and their parents and they're so close together that you're like, dang, man, are y'all brothers and sisters? No. So when by the time this person is. Say, for instance, 40. They probably got a couple grandkids already. You see what I'm saying? Which is really not um, out of the norm, really and truly, because um, if you think about, you know, even before that, I mean, man, people was having 10 and 13, 14, sometimes 20 kids. You know what I'm saying? In one household or two or combined. But the difference is how people were raising their children. And disciplining their children. Um, of course, you know, we were disciplined with whoopings, you know, uh, you know, there was a time that the extension cord was used, but, you know, conversations had been had saying that the extension cords was too, um, too much, you know, so then, you know, even the belt. And as we got older, we started to listen and, you know, this and this and this, but, um, and we were in poverty, you know, I mean, we are my mom and dad. We always 
they always owned their own house and this and this and this. And my grandfather had land, but we were still poor. You see what I'm saying? So um, the sense of entitlement we never had. And the reason why is because we were always happy for what we had. Of course, we looked across the street and we wanted, you know, what other people had, you know, the the Cadillac, the um, nice shoes and this and this and this. But, man, my mom was so cool, man. She made she made us understand what we had was kind of cool, too. So say, for instance, when we were eating Jack Mackerel, you know, and we're like, Mama, why we always got to eat this? She was like. Um, I don't know what y'all complaining about because um, this is what the rich people eat. The rich people eat salmon and salmon come out of the same place as the mackerel. So y'all eating rich people food. What are you talking about? If you don't think I'm lying, look it up. Hmm. Education, you know. So these are the type of things that we would discuss. You know what I'm saying? But whatever we had, we was happy for. On Thursdays, we always had hot dogs or because that's when dad got paid on Thursdays. We always had hot dogs or uh, it was something nice. Right. And that's the way that we were raised. And we were also raised. Not only do we have to respect our parents. Right. And everybody in our family. Also, we had to respect our elders, even the people we didn't know. If we knew they was older than us, ain't no getting out of pocket with no older person. These are some of the things that was instilled in my generation. And then once you get down to the, you know, to the 80s babies, right? And then the 90s babies, man, you know what? It's a completely different thing because that's when people started to say, you know what? I'm my child's friend. Versus my child's parent. And then we started to see a lot more children starting to call the police. On their parents, a lot more people started to challenge their parents physically as well as mentally. Right. A lot more people or children started just become rebellious and run away, so to speak. I mean, she Well, mom was like. You don't like it, you can leave. And Louisiana, it's no such. It, there was no such thing as, oh, you know, such and such ran away. Hell no, uh, uh-uh. uh. We finna stay right here. You know, whatever it is, mama, I can make it through the little twenty-four hours or three days, and I'm cool. No, not to say that the, our discipline was strict. Okay, um, first of all, we had to clean up every morning. Before we went to school, we had to make sure the house was clean. Um, second off, when we came home, we had to make sure that our homework was done. Um, we had to go to church, uh, study Sunday school lessons, this and this and this. Mind you, and we had to have all of this done before we started watching TV. TV was a privilege to watch. That was just not something you could just come home and throw your books down and think, oh, shit, I'm just going to turn on. Hold on. What you think you're doing? You know what that yard out there need to be mowed. Um, you got to make sure that your shoes is clean and put up. There was always something for us to do. Right. There was never just a day that we could just come home and relax. Homework, all of that. We was on it. So. Over the weekend, Kurt Franklin 
the stomp, you know, that's what put him on the map. Stomp. Uh, now, mind you, Kurt Franklin is a gospel artist and a musician. And um, a lot of people in the African-American community think that, you know, pastors, deacons, um, even choir members, you know, are their lives are so holier than thou. You know, and that's what they portray, which is cool. You want to, you, you know, you most definitely want to keep it together, you know, for the public eye. You definitely don't want your problems to leak outside of your house. And that's another thing, too. Before we even get started into this. If that was a problem that we had at home, we didn't broadcast it to everybody, meaning that like. If there was a problem or an issue that we had, it wasn't okay for you to go down the road and tell your friend what's going on in somebody else's house. But over the weekend, um, Kurt Franklin's son um, recorded Kurt. Um, he called him a bitch ass. Motherfucker or something like that. And then he went on to say. Don't you ever disrespect me like that. And um, the reason why I know this is because this dude put it, put this up on Instagram. And Kurt goes on to say, I'll break your motherfucking neck. Right. I think it was about 50, 51 seconds. And then he hung up the phone. So now everybody is coming at Kurt because of the language that he used and how he talked to his son. This is where things get tricky at. And this is one of the main reasons why I say that social media is is good, but it's also bad. Right. I just did a podcast or an actual show on the positives and negatives that social media plays or has within the African-American community. And this, and this is just one of those things to where our voices can be so amplified to the point to where that something can go from just a upload to all over the world in 30 seconds. And before you know, it, you got people in Africa and everywhere talking about it so let me just start with Kurt okay in regards to this recording first off I've never I've never heard him speak like that so it was definitely surprising now mind you Kurt in the past has talked about porn addiction um he's has came out and uh, talked about um, a lot of different things that was going on with him. And Kurt really came up from the dirt. He really came from the hood. Like this man has had some issues in his life as well. And to be honest, I was really surprised that he used that language. But then again, though, Kurt is human 
Okay. Let's start there. Did he go too far? That's a question that remains to be seen. Was it harsh for him to call his son a bitch? I think so. I really, really think so. Because his son is a man and he's a man. So if his son is a bitch, that means he's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So. Did I think that he meant what he said? No. I mean, because you could hear the dude, you could hear his son like, is that a threat? You know, so. All in all, do I think that Kurt was wrong? To his son. Yeah, for speaking to him like that, but. He don't owe us no apology. That's something that him and his son is going to have to. You know. Move forward from. But can we as parents or people. Sit back and judge Kurt Franklin off of. 51 seconds. No. We can't. And here's the reason why. It would be something different. If he called his son out of nowhere. And called him a bitch ass motherfucker. And not only that says, you know what? I'm going to break your fucking neck and don't you ever disrespect me. And then it's something like, oh, wow. Is that a threat that he just called me and hang up? That would be out of line. But obviously, that's not how the conversation went. They had to be on the phone for longer than that, because if not, Kirk would have been like, hello. Everybody know what's going on. Everybody know the basic rules of communication. Anybody, you know, anybody that can hear. Knows that. So now let's look at his son. Um. Not even exactly sure who his son is. I mean, first of all, ain't nobody really checking for him. Let's be honest. I don't know what his intentions were. But let me tell you something, man. Don't you ever. Ever. And your entire life. Try to turn the world against your daddy. Against your father. Against the against the man that brought you into this world. I want to say some things to you. But then again, though, I really, really don't know you. But at the same time. I will tell you this. And this is coming from someone. Whose father. Is not here anymore. When your dad is gone. And you look back. On all the good things. The times. That you all shared. 
young man, it can never be replaced. And I guarantee you, when it's his time, you won't forget this day. You won't forget the day that you tried to publicly and humiliate your father. And you're going to pray to God that he forgives you for the evil intent that you had. I don't know what you all's relationship is, but I do know one thing. Charity starts at home and it spreads abroad. Raise your children up in the way of the Lord. So that way, when they get old, they will not stray. I'm not saying that you have strayed from the from the Lord, young man. I'm not. That's why I'm not saying the things to you that I really, really want to say. And that's the reason why I'm not basing this off of anything. But I can say this. And I said this before, you only have one dad. Your dad did mention something about disrespect. If it's something that you can't go to your dad about. And your dad is cussing you out. And your dad is threatening you. I would say reevaluate your position. Because one thing I know about a father, a real father, they're not going to guide you in a direction of harm. They're not going to put you into a dangerous situation. They're not going to mislead you Mentally, spiritually, they're going to be that example to you. So I really do think that you should reevaluate. And not only that, if your dad was man enough to come out and apologize, how about you come out and apologize on behalf of your actions as well? Because not only did you do that to him little did you know your whole family is looking bad right now including you don't you understand that a family stands together if you don't understand that you will understand today and I pray and I hope, not hope, I want you to listen to this.
being that you're 33 years old, I want to know where is your life at right now? What do you need that you couldn't, that you can't accomplish on your own? If you need help, because like I said, I'm not saying your dad is a good man, Kurt Franklin. It's a good man, but we know him as one. So as the as the as the uh as my mama used to say, everybody ain't gonna lie on you. Kurt Franklin has been in the public eye. Your dad has been in the public eye for over 20 years. There's never been an allegation about him being a bad dad. And I'm quite sure. With what you just did, if you was that angry, we would have been new about it. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this one more time. And I'm about to end the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. And y'all let me know if I'm wrong. Right? But I think Kurt was out of line. And I think he does need to apologize to his son. Right? To his son, though. He don't need to apologize to us. We ain't his kids. And if there's anybody that's out there that's saying that they have never got upset with their children or a loved one and have went too far, then guess what? You stop me while I'm speaking. I mentioned that I have raised my voice timidly at my mom. I ain't cussed at my mom. I ain't cussed at my daddy. I didn't raise my voice. <clears throat> you better believe that. Now, have my parents cursed at me before? Sure. Did that hurt my feelings? No. No. I'm saying this. To be like, because everybody is reverting to him or referring to him as a child. He's not a child. My guy, you are a grown man. And real talk, you know damn well your dad is not finna do nothing to you. That was sensitive. That was manipulative. And that's you using social media as a shield to try to embarrass the man that brought you into this world. You need to get on Instagram and apologize. Not only on behalf of your father, but on behalf of your entire family. Because now, really and truly, one could say, well, you know what? If, if Kurt is talking to his son like that, how's he talking to his other kids? How's he treating his wife? How's he treating his mother-in-law? How's he treating his father-in-law? Does he have a good relationship with his family? Brothers and sisters? 
Is this man a monster? Or if he's talking to his his son like that, then his wife or his significant other, they can't be worth nothing because he's probably walking all over them, too. This could go out different type of ways. You weren't thinking because you was emotional. Don't embarrass your family like that, man. Don't you do that. Don't you think that that's okay and that's cool? Because guess what? Guess who you're going to always have to resort to? Your family. When you have children and you bring your children over for Thanksgiving dinner or for Christmas dinner. This is out there now. Anybody can be like, oh, yeah, well. What? So I pray not only for your family and not only for you, but for you and your dad to find peace. And y'all stop going at one another. My brother, that's not how brothers or fathers and sons get down. Period. Like I said, I had some choice words for you, but I'm not going to lie. I looked at me and my dad's relationship and I said, you know what? That's what I need to convey. Because it's other, not only that, it's other people that's listening to this podcast. We don't know what these people out there are going through. They're probably really going through some really, really difficult stuff with their family. And here your ass is playing. But man, I'd like to thank everybody again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Quarantine edition. This is volume number 64. Man, I'm a holler. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at... um. Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, Rome Empire. I've been getting into it with these people about what's going on with China and what they doing over there in Jamaica. And my Twitter just been blowing up. You know what I'm saying? So I've been throwing the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast out there too. <laughs> Low key, I'm not cloud chasing. That's just what happened. You know, but man, uh, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, Virtual Hustle, even though I don't even purchase on, uh, post on Instagram that much. Um then I'm on Facebook at Thornton Media and then Jerome Thornton, you know what I'm saying, on Facebook as well, man. Y'all let me know how y'all like the content, really and truly. I really just want to get on here and be as ratchet as hell. Talk about all the, the hood shit, you know what I'm saying, Big U and everybody else. And, you know, like I really, but then when I be seeing stuff like the, you know, the Black Lives Matter and all of that type of stuff, it just takes me to another place. You see what I'm saying? Man, I really do appreciate y'all for just even sticking with me man and just helping me find my voice you see what i'm saying um and helping me just drop dope content you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day i think that that's what i bring i bring i bring really really dope content so man salute to y'all peace and blessings to y'all families man if y'all got loved ones out there that y'all are uh, on the outs with man please 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 make it your business right 
to communicate and not only mend the broken bridges, the bad blood, sweeten that up, clean all of that up. You could do it. We could do it. We don't have no business being at odds with brother and brother, father and son. We don't have no business acting like that. Try your best to clean that up and get your family back on the right page and get strong and go through the healing process. Put in the work. That's what I'm encouraging people to do. So, man, I salute y'all. I salute y'all. You know what I mean? So I'm going to holler at y'all in a minute, man. God bless.